So Anna, thank you very much for coming and joining us today on this podcast. Can you just give us a little bit about your background and introduce yourself? Morning, Ben. Nice to see you. And you. <laughs> so I'm Anna McPherson. I'm an academic programme leader. I've recently taken on the new post on a contemporary filmmaking degree at North Highland College, which is part of UHI, one of the partner colleges. Previous to that, I delivered on that degree for a number of years, delivering on post-production modules and freelancing skills and entrepreneurial skills for the digital filmmaker. I also taught in the uh, computing department at Murray College in Elgin, teaching on a variety of output, including digital media computing at various levels. And I also run my own freelance business. I was based in Murray, now I'm based in the Highlands, uh, producing a range of different uh, output for various clients, including tourism, education, oil and gas. I've been kind of innovating during the, the lockdown period, during the pandemic, as have we all. So I've been doing bits of subtitling work, bits of graphic design, uh, and other jobs as as well just really trying to I guess stay afloat <laughs> yes absolutely like everybody has certainly within the creative industries of a lockdown it wasn't much fun for hardly anybody I would have suspected that's a huge wealth of sort of skills and knowledge that you developed there and I hope you're not going to pinch our clients from us for your degree course just just dropping that <laughs> one in that's excellent thanks Alan so but, but predominantly over these years obviously video production it, as a business, if if we were sort of to hire in a, a, a production company to do some sort of social media for us, or I guess going even further back, we were thinking of sort of advertisement and video-based. Obviously, it's incredibly expensive as a marketing tool to get, but how strongly do you feel the value of video is to a business? Oh, the value of video to business is increasingly so. Now that we're all attached to our smartphones, we use them every day for accessing online, social media, email, etc. cetera. Uh, um, clients are video hungry and we know with algorithms, if you have video content, your video content will rank higher in SEO. Mm -hmm. So it's so important for a business to have a social media strategy that includes the creation of video content. So being that it's so expensive, what is the simplest way for a business to sort of start to incorporate and think about video production? Yeah, really good question. So I think it's important for businesses to assess who their target market is and which online platforms they are on and active on as a means of identifying the appropriate uh, platform. So, you know, which social media channels or platforms should they start thinking about creating content for? We know through various stats that many people access social media on smartphones yes so so. We, we need to think of um where is your content going to be seen mm -hmm. and one thing that frustrates me as well is many users you know they, they won't rotate their phone to landscape <laughs> yes. they watch the video in landscape you know they're absolutely if it's in portrait, then they're not getting the full benefit. And that's quite frustrating from a filmmaker's point of view, because you want mm -hmm. your viewer to have that the best watching experience. Yes. So, yeah, really identifying the appropriate platform 
and then you know assessing what their budget is for equipment which i'm, I'm sure we'll get mm -hmm. on to yeah. but you know many smartphones are as good as your dslrs now they have all these you know they're increasing in megapixels in terms of picture quality resolution they can do 4 4k now mm -hmm. and they have with with wi-fi quick capability for uploading and sharing uh, straight away to a lot of these social yes. media platforms like instagram like facebook like twitter etc yeah because i mean i use my mobile phone predominantly now for filming and one of the great features that i've got is a pro function which sort of brings me a little bit on to you know when we deal with DSLR cameras versus a, a smartphone. Obviously, the main advantages of a DSLR is the physical functionality of the lens and how we can set the lens so that it's not auto-focusing. We can set the exposure for the feel of the scene that we want. And a lot of smartphones now with Pro Functions obviously give us some of that functionality. But would you say that a smartphone is overtaking a DSLR or do you feel that DSLR still has its place in the professional video production? Oh, yeah, it's market segmentation. Um, I mean, I, I would encourage new starts, certainly business new starts to, to have a look at what's out there in the marketplace. And really the quality of their output should match their target market. So if it's more a sort of luxury-based product or service that they are selling, mm -hmm. then, you know, we should be able, they, they should consider that in terms of their output. So I wouldn't like to say yes or no on that one. I'm kind of <laughs> on the fence. Aye, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have an old, older uh, iPhone. I'm currently shooting with a Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema 4K <laughs> camera, which outputs 1080p HD as well. But you really have to think, is my target market, are they going to be watching in 4K or are they going to be watching mm -hmm. in HD? Which resolution? Obviously, you know, there's some DSLRs that shoot 6K and 8K now as well. Um, but you think you need to think about your workflow as well. You know, the higher the resolution you're shooting at, the more disk space and storage space you need for that. You know, data cards are going only going to increase in cost. So you really need to weigh all this up and figure out uh, a plan for longevity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, s s smartphones in terms of sort of playback, although we're going to be looking at a video that we've just recorded in 4K mm -hmm. on the screens of the smartphone, but being that the smartphone is so small, we're not really going to see that benefit until we sort of start to broadcast that on a larger screen. Yeah. And, you know, obviously from a social media platform, as you've already said, you know, people are looking at social media just on a small screen on their, on their phones. I guess we're not sort of talking about advertising within a big screen space. We're just literally talking about a small screen space. So... I think for me, that's where the smartphone just comes into its own because we're recording at such a high quality on such a small screen that there's not going to be any effect really on the playback in terms of quality because that's where people are viewing it all. Yeah, absolutely. So how does audio come into play? Because obviously yeah. big cameras, we're plugging in big microphones. You know, I've got a big microphone here, you know. So how does that work from a smartphone perspective? Yeah, that's really important. You know, 
teaching cinema screen skills, we always see that perhaps audio is more important than visual mm, yeah. because of the way that it, it affects us as a viewer. When we hear something, there is um, research to see that it affects us quicker than, than we seeing something visually. Mm. So, yeah, it's really important having a look at the different accessories for mics. You know, a lot of the smartphones you aren't able to plug a mic into now. They're perhaps mm-hmm. connected via Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. So you need to have a assess the technical capabilities of your current smartphone and how you can connect your audio device. So there's a range of different mics from omnidirectional to directional mics to lavaliers, radio mics as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You could record your audio using an external device and then match it up uh, with the synced audio that's recorded on your smartphone Mm -hmm. in post-production. A really easy way to match up externally recorded audio would just be to do a clap and then you can see the peak in your waveforms mm-hmm. using things like gimbals tripods or, or monopods so that you're not actually touching the case of the smartphone because you may hear that if you're recording the yeah. audio on board yeah and certainly you know whether it's using a smartphone or a dslr doing your location recce carrying out a, a Ricky at the location to listen to the sounds, listen out for any passing traffic, if it's an exterior mm-hmm. shot, overhead traffic, if it's interior, listen out for any, yeah, passing traffic outside, distant radios, wash machines, barking dogs, mm-hmm. any sounds that aren't going to be recorded on screen are going to be questioned by the the viewer so they're going to be a distraction so you need to kind of mitigate these things yes plan 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 but audio i would say is slightly more important than visual at times depending on on the Mm -hmm. content yeah because i've got a coughing son downstairs (laughs) not heard him yet (laughs) (laughs) he's had this cough for about two months so it's (laughs) and and I think Yvonne's now getting it, and you can probably hear in my voice I'm going croaky from it. So, you know, mm-hmm. don't come and visit the Moor House. It's <laughs> <laughs> big yellow stickers up there. I know, um, obviously, from a, an audio perspective, a very short video that we did on the beach over at, at, at Mouth had a bit of a, a wind issue when we were filming on the smartphones. And certainly I think for that, obviously, the use of of synced audio, which is how we did it in the end, really, really worked well. But I think from an editing technique, would you say that that's quite a tricky one to do? I know you mentioned, obviously, the idea of the clap at the beginning, but from that, is it a fairly straightforward edit? Um, Well, yeah, you do need some knowledge of post-production techniques Mm -hmm. in order to marry two audio tracks together. There are plugins that you can download. There are numerous video editing apps for smartphones as well mm-hmm. personally i'm across the adobe creative cloud software for editing uh, but i'm sure a lot of these apps would have that capability for syncing it's yeah. it's a, a pretty standard way of recording quality audio mm-hmm. just something to add there with with uh, wind noise there are these dead cats that you can purchase which is like a cover for your microphone it's a, a good solution to to wind noise 
Yes, yes. It's a shame it's called a dead cat, but yeah. <laughs> You've I got think to. That's the brand. Yes, I think it is the a brand. Yeah. Yes, I wonder how they came up with that name. You know. <laughs> that's for definitely another podcast that one <laughs> so we've all got our smartphones and we're all sort of used to framing our shot obviously sometimes vertically preferably obviously horizontally obviously when we use heavy equipment such as a dslr obviously handheld production tends to be a little bit sort of shaky because of body movement what, what sort of stability would you suggest for a smartphone, being that it is, in the end, a very light bit of kit to work with? Do you think stability, such as what you mentioned previously about tripods and monopods, do you feel that that's an important bit of kit to add on to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we really want a high production value for any mm -hmm. content that we're we're sending out for our uh, to our audience so the more stability you can have will really increase your production value so using things like gimbals which are reasonably um, inexpensive so a gimbal is essentially a sort of handheld monopod that you can set your smartphone in and it's uh, almost like a cheap steady cam if you like mm -hmm. yeah. so if, if you're walking the camera will seem as if it's gliding so it's sort of counterbalancing your movement so mm -hmm. you don't get many jerking or jarring movement on the camera certainly for stationary shots using a tripod uh, so that you're able to frame your your shot appropriately even things like you know if you're shooting um landscape you really want to get the horizon correct yeah. you don't want it to be off at an angle that's just an, an amateur mistake but as a professional output you should be aware of these things yes um, definitely monopods are, are great um for accessibility if you're sort of run and gun as well so yes uh, i would really encourage the use of any stabilization mm -hmm. and in terms of stabilization i know uh, from my history in, in, in video production you know there's like really big heavy tripods that the last thing you want to do is to cart that around up a big hill to get that amazing landscape shot so in terms of sort of tripods for smartphones because they're so light i sort of find that even just a, a standard basic photography tripod is is still going to make that big huge difference to a shot we don't need to consider big heavy expensive tripods because the equipment itself there's no weight to it yeah absolutely i mean there there is a difference in terms of weight between a camera tripod just for mm -hmm. stills photography yeah. and a video tripod used for, for film and videography. But certainly you can find lightweight um, stills photography tripods, even with a fluid head. So if you're mm -hmm. going to yeah. do any panning or tilting, you, you do want that fluid head movement, but they're relatively quite lightweight as well. Yes, and that brings me really nicely to that actual question of camera movement. I mean, you know, most sort of times when we think about video production, we just do a static shot and either we talk to the camera or we present products to the camera. Where does shot movement come into play in production? It really just depends on the content. If you're fairly new to video, 
I would suggest steering away from any camera movement at first mm -hmm. and, you know, get better at framing, composition, lighting, sound before you start experimenting with camera movement. Mm -hmm. Given that the smartphones are so light, really any panning or tilting movement could um, appear very quick, quite jarring. So certainly you would need a good fluid weighted tripod stand head for doing any mm -hmm. of that. Really just depends on the content, just to answer your, your question there. Mm -hmm. Is it being used? It should be used to manipulate your audience somehow. Yes. Yeah. In a sense, it's kind of like showing them more than just that singular frame. Mm. It's showing them a little bit more about the environment, a little bit more about, I guess, in a sense, a little bit more about the product that's possibly being sort of shown to them, you know. And I know from an audience perspective, if we sort of... You know, if we hold on like a static shot, sometimes your audience can sort of just get a bit sort of like, well, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Whereas I, I sort of find with a bit of shot movement, it just engages a bit more. But yeah, you... uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mo movement is key, but certainly when you're starting up, you know, master the basics first. Absolutely. Yeah. So get the audio right get the static shot right, get the framing correct, as we as we both have done here with our headroom position, uh, which you can't see on audio podcast, but I'm <laughs> sure it'll be a video version available. <laughs> but yes, certainly the framing side of things, uh, as you say, yeah. Get those basic skills right, and then we can yeah. sort of move on and develop your production a bit later on down the line. Excellent. So listen, Anna, um, that's been amazing. I just want to throw a final question into you. What would be the most important tip that you would offer to any small business that is literally considering and starting this journey of, I need to get video production done for my business? What would be the, the most important tiny or big tip that you, that, that you would pass on? The most important tip that I'd pass on to a business startup would be, I guess it's more focused on, on marketing, what is their USP? What's their unique mm -hmm. selling point? In terms of video content, is it virality that they're going for? So is it coming up with ideas for viral video content? And by viral, I mean, do they want it to be shared and liked and have wide reach? Or is it that they want to become an authority on, on the service or product uh, line that they're selling? in with with the impact of attracting their prospective clients uh, to come to them mm -hmm. as the authority what are their values and how are they going to put them across so you know is it val value for money is is that their usp and their value yeah. is it ethical values is it environmental are they going to be a carbon neutral business is it to do with the, the um quality of customer service that they're offering or is it to do with their creativity um their imagination and their the ideas that they have for screen yes absolutely absolutely i think you nailed it perfectly on the head there because we you know part of the video production is that we talk about all of that sort of process before we even start to think about picking up a smartphone and going yeah. right i'm going to film this you know so certainly the planning and the understanding before you begin, I think you nailed that on the head absolutely perfect. 
Thank you very much. That's great. <laughs> Welcome. It's been a pleasure, Ben. I've really so, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been lovely. Great catch up again, as always. But thank you very much, Anna. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. Lots to sort of think about, lots to take on board, and hopefully to inspire our new generation of businesses and social media. So thank you. I hope, I hope so. And I wish you all the best and good luck to all the business new starts. <laughs> Thanks very much, Anna. Thank you. So thank you for listening to the Video Production Academy podcast. I'm Ben Moore, and I've been your host for this episode. If you'd like more information, resources, and free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy, www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries, or comments, and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you, who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon!